0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99, the Comedy Channel. My name is Noam Dorman. Roger. I'm the owner of the Comedy Cellar, and I'm here at the back table with my partner and friend and sometimes adversary and uh, uh, my yang to my... my yeah, my, my yang, to, yang to my yin. Whatever. Um, Mr. Dan Natterman. Hey, Dan. How do you do? And uh, we have with us today... Alingon Mitra is a stand-up comic whose TV performances include The Colbert, Conan, and Last Comic Standing. His multiple writing credits for television include The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. He can be seen regularly at the Comedy Cellar. Hello. And he was on uh, a couple weeks ago with Neil and uh, Quite a memorable appearance. He didn't get to speak uh, nearly enough. Well, that's
1: when we did a very deep dive into the Mueller Report, which... But I was completely lost. Uh, a Lingon was somewhat lost, and I assume the people listening at home are, were also fairly well lost. But they,
2: they weren't. weren't. We got a lot of feedback. Well, we, yeah, the, they, from the from uh, the five
1: people that weren't lost. I knew
2: exactly what was going on the entire time.
0: <laughs> Anyhow, you weren't even listening. And uh, our, <laughs> our, our producer Perry Ashambund is here, and you, you don't have any credits here. And well. Our first guest of honor, Matt Balaker, is a co- is it I pronounced last name correctly? That's correct. Right. Is a comic writer and former investment fund manager.
3: How many, How much money did you uh, handle? Uh, at most, about fifty five million. Fifty
0: five million. Uh, he is the co author. Balaker or Balaker? Balaker. Did you hear what I said?
1: He yeah, but co- you. How do you know? I asked him. He confirmed it. Yes.
0: Uh, he, he is the co author of Greg Giraldo, a comedian story, available now on Amazon. And that was a labor of love. So yes. what, what's your background with Giraldo? Were you friendly with him? Were you just a fan of his? I
3: was a fan. Of, I met him like, twice in California. And uh, I, I interned at Conan about 2000. And I started watching him uh, there and then here. But I, I didn't know him personally. So well, you, we should
1: mention that Greg Giraldo was a, a longtime uh, comedy seller comedian and a great friend of the club and a friend of, personal friend of Noam's and Estes. And, and my father's. And your father, and, and that he he passed away about. Has it been ten years?
3: Almost uh, twenty ten,
1: of a uh, accidental overdose. I guess was the official. Um...
3: A combination of uh, booze, coke, and oxy.
1: Okay, so we're just lay- laying the background. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so you were, you were you were um uh uh inserting
0: a Conan, and then you became an investment fund manager. Yeah, yeah,
3: I, I, I was an econ major, who and a comedy geek, and then I, I went back to Los Angeles. And started performing, but I kept my day job working. Did you go to business school? I'm interested in this. Uh, eventually, yeah. Where would you go to business school? I'm uh, uh, USC Marshall.
0: All right, so Greg Giraldo went to Harvard Law School.
3: So so what did I've you learn? I've heard
0: Did you know
2: lincoln did, did you... go to Harvard, too?
0: That's for undergrad, yeah. Did did, did, uh, did you know Giraldo at all?
4: No. You're too young, right? No, 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 yeah. I, I saw him as a judge on last comic standing, and I knew his work, but I never got to meet him personally. He
0: was amazing. Like, just an amazing talent. If, if, uh, if he were alive... And healthy, I'm sure he'd be hosting, you know, something like John Oliver's show or The Daily Show or something, yeah,
5: something was, like that.
4: He was so prolific, too. I feel like in this era when content is so much in demand, he'd be able
0: to satisfy the crowds. You know? Yeah, he, he was a genuine intellect. So, what did you learn about Geraldo? Tell, tell us, tell us, tell us some Geraldo stuff.
3: Well, I, I learned that uh, he played guitar. He
1: oh, played, we knew he, that. I didn't know. That. He, in, in Common Law, which was his short-lived sitcom on ABC, I believe it was. There's a scene in which he played guitar, I remember, and that, that was, you know.
3: So you did your homework. and Well, no, he, I just remember seeing that episode. Well, he he also, um, like, when he was working at Skadden, it was a big law firm for about a year, he left to uh, perform at musical open mics before he ever did stand-up. I didn't know that. I, I didn't either. I, I talked to some of the, the guys who, who worked with him at Skadden, uh, and he also, uh, Colin Quinn talked a lot about this, and I, I, I'm curious if, if he ever confided to you, uh, Noam, that he, he would often say, like, he wasn't good enough to be a comic. And, and it got to the point where it seemed like legitimate, like where, where he said he, he suffered from the imposter syndrome. Um, um,
0: he, he, was, he was more intimate with Colin than he was with me, but he, he, did, say, he did say things like that to that me. That
3: just seems so nuts. But.
0: but, you know, a lot of uh, tremendously talented people are, are riddled with insecurities. A Lingon, is, he can barely get out of bed in the morning.
4: Insecure about
3: being so handsome all the time. Do you ever get that, imposter
4: syndrome, a Lingon? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's valid. But I bet everybody <laughs> Even <You're,
1: you're laughs> paranoid it's of enemies. Legitimate.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, when you're around such great comedians, I feel like it's only natural for you to be like, what am I, I, I doing? I get
1: imposter syndrome for the art form as a whole. I wonder <laughs> if, 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 if we're not all imposters. I mean, how, you know, uh, sometimes I wonder how hard this really is, stand-up, that is. And I, I've, made that, I've made that point on the, uh, on the show before. And, and I want to tell you something, Dan.
0: You made that point before, and well, I don't mind you making it again. All right. But God forbid I make any point that I made once in you know <laughs> April of '92. Dan has to bring it up. You said that before once on the show. Um, listen, I think that when you see a guy like David Tell do you know the triple somersaults that he does without <laughs> a net every night? Yeah, it's got it's got a, It would get to anybody. I mean, the fact is that that's not the only way to skin the cat of success, being a success in stand-up comedy. But my god, that, that I mean like if I compare it to what, musicians, you see a musician playing like that, you're like, oh, "Fuck this. I, I can't do this."
4: Was he was he feeling that well, but, but, even, but like later But we on? all see. Like, yeah. That that's surprising. Like I get it when you're up but like I mean it, it seemed he was like really like, M- like hitting his stride, you know? Yeah. I was talking about you, holding on, I said like like you said you feel it's Yeah, you, yeah. There's I, my I, I don't think Well, it's that's valid. why I feel like it's justified for like when you're like a, a, a Earlier in your career, it's like, well, you're seeing the greats, and it's like, well, that's not that's not where I am. But when, like, I mean, Geraldo passed away, he was, he yeah. was one of the greats. I mean,
3: life. it shows how it kind of just doesn't, app- like, logic doesn't apply. You know what I mean? Like, when, when you have those issues between your ears... It-
1: well, it's like the, the the anorexic girl that looks in the mirror and could swear she's a big fatso. Right. Perfect analogy. <laughs> it's a
3: body morphic disorder, whatever they call it, so
1: but,
0: this would be a I similar thing. Life,
5: yeah.
1: But, you know, just wondering about that. What, at some point... They can
0: be fat while they have anorexia and actually see a big fat soul, right? That's correct. It's only at the end of the anorexia that's that they, they look don't. in the mirror. But they, <laughs> they might have been fat for for sixty percent of the time. They might. They
1: might have. Anyway. All right, that may be the case, but that's not relevant to our discussion no, no, here. No, But I mean, you
0: get used to seeing. Them. Anyway, so yeah. Well, this what bothered me about um, the Geraldo thing is that he became known as as an insult comic, right? Which was something that. We who saw him in the clubs never even knew he'd even be good at it. it. Was not what he was, what we all admired about him. And then when he died, the uh, the newscast say insult comic Greg Geraldo died, and that, I felt that really, um, well, I don't know what the word is, but it was, uh, it was undercut. <laughs> It fail, it failed
1: it failed to portray him for the genius that he was. But is that because he was doing the roast and that's what he was known for? for yes, those roasts? Yes, that, that, that is the reason.
3: Dan. Yeah, I, I think you said no. But it was like calling Michael Jordan a slam dunk champion. Did like, I say that? Yeah, it's brilliant. And I, it, it, <laughs> clearly, when it, did I say that? Oh, probably when we yeah, 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 like yeah, five years ago, whenever yeah. we interviewed you. It was an exhibition. He was good at it, but it didn't incorporate, like, the breadth of his comedy.
0: Yeah, I mean, this guy was unbelievable uh, off the top of his head, you know. He, he was a deep, deep thinker, and he had demons. What did, what did you learn about these demons that people have? I'm sure you must learn about, um, you know, uh, substance abuse in general. And, yeah,
3: I, and, I, I I learned that. Greg and probably everyone else who suffers from it, it it's, it's, it's a mental disorder first and then you take drugs or booze or whatever to kind of medicate to self medicate what,
0: what's the mental disorder
3: it, it seems and, and, and this is unclear because I don't think he ever got a diagnosis but some sort of depression and that, and that was with him his whole life because he, he has quotes from when he was at Harvard and even when he got in like, he always felt like an outsider and then when he took drugs or when he, when he drank too much then, then he felt comfortable in his own skin did you ever get the sense of his depression in his comedy, though? Uh, periodically, but I, I think he was best when he was happy, and, and I think he was most prolific when he was happy. So, I, Especially at the end, I, I saw him in Irvine, California in, in 2009, and he seemed a little off. I mean, he was still great, but he, he mentioned about going through like the beginnings of a divorce and stuff, but... Like even when it was on Tough Crowd, and when I saw him here, like he, he never came off as, as like this this su- sullen, depressed comic at all.
1: I think it's a myth that being tortured is good for creativity. I think you're right that creative people are usually at their best when their mood is good. Right. However, creative people are often there. There is a correlation between, as they discovered, I think in numerous studies, between depression and and, and mental illness and creativity. But there is it, a correlation. Well, that seems to be what is is found in numerous studies. However, that doesn't mean that when you're depressed, that's actually good for your creativity. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> you know, the, the depressed person when he's least depressed is at his most creative. Yeah, because you, like, you can draw
4: from those experiences. I feel
1: like yeah, you can draw of, from it, but you're not, you're not you're most functional when you're
3: when you're when you're in yeah, you have to be like at a healthy enough place to talk about it.
2: Right. I mean, depression is crippling. You can't. Function if you're in like the depths of uh,
1: depression. Now, as far as LSD being good for creativity, I can't speak <laughs> to that, but there is. I think there's evidence that it, that it might be. I, I just I'm not an LSD user or a a pot user. I don't know do you, who smokes pot here that can can talk. Can, can you write better jokes on on marijuana? Anyone?
2: I think it depends on who you are. But one, I, I want to say one thing. One of the reasons why I wanted Olingon to join us was because he did this thing on Instagram. And I know that Geraldo's considered like this really intellectual thinker. And I think that, well, Olingon is also, he does, so he does this thing on Instagram, or he did. I think it's finished now. Did you get through 30?
4: Yeah, it was so each well, day maybe of the you, month of you May. Can,
2: you can say what you did. I mean,
4: basically, each day in the month of May, I looked at one comedy set that I really liked, and I broke it down as like what I really liked about it. So I was just looking for patterns in the comedy, and one of them was like, I mean, Geraldo had a ton of Conan sets, but one of the old Conan sets.
3: Yeah. Was it the gay muscle set? Or?
4: No, it was. It wasn't. It was. It was a. It was a set that uh, I, I think it featured like the material that he closes with. In uh, in Good Day to Cross the River But um, well, uh, oh, I don't
2: know I just thought maybe you'd want to It's so interesting to look I mean because you sort of break it down in your book Matt and it felt I don't know it's really interesting to look at it um, From not just sitting there And laughing but Correct. just like Actually getting into the nitty gritty of it
0: So Did you delve into His childhood? Yes is there anything in the childhood which uh, would explain the depression, or um, is it just something you're born with? Because it is genetic.
3: That's a good question. I think it's probably genetic. It, for all accounts, he had a really good childhood, like two-parent home. They loved him, super proud. I, I, I think he talked about... He his, loved his dad, as I recall. Yeah, his dad
0: died in uh, yeah. 20,
3: uh, 2002, I think, yeah. of esophageal cancer. And And it seemed like he always wanted to please them, which is a very common, not just immigrant, but, I mean, it's a very common desire for children. Um, But, no, it... it, How did you get this information on his childhood? Did you interview his mother? No, uh, we interviewed... uh, Some of the sources don't want to say their name, but we interviewed family members. And, and people that knew him when he was young. And, and Marianne, who we, is his wife of about 10 years, uh, we interviewed her and she gave us a lot of information. And, and some of it, you, know, you kind of have to piece it together. Obviously, couldn't interview him. Well, it's like
1: detective work when you're you know, writing a biography, especially a
0: person it, that's it kind no of longer is, here. Yeah. So when, when did the, he first show signs of depression?
3: Probably, uh, I mean, the, his, per his friends, I, I think around college, undergraduate. Uh, because he, he was a great student and he got into um, Harvard, but he felt like he, he, he was dragged along by fate. Like, he even said, like, they just wanted a Hispanic. And so that, that was kind of an example of, like, he, he, he had this depressive attitude about this wonderful accomplishment, you know, getting into Harvard Law. Is there, I mean, like, a lot of comics have passed away Your co-author is just Wayne Jones that. here, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Is there, is there a reason you picked Geraldo? Because, I mean there's like so many comics who pass away early and like what was it about his material that you were like All right, I gotta write about That's this good well, question uh,
3: yeah it, it was partly about his material but also he, he passed away kind of before the advent of Twitter I mean it, it existed but he, he was of the generation where we didn't know a ton about him and I thought he had this really fascinating story about giving up a uh, lucrative white collar law career to pursue stand up comedy and, and, and I just wanted to learn more about it Mm-hmm.
1: If you had to write another biography, well, who would it be uh, of? And no, I know no you're you, going to no be
3: no I'd love to do something oh, on the comedy really? cellar, uh, especially if t- uh, with, with Tyler Cowen. that would be a lot. that be a lot of, a lot of Tyler fun. Tyler Cowen
1: be great. Forgive me for
0: eating. I didn't eat since breakfast. Um, I hopefully I'll die. You know, in, in some sort of dramatic <laughs> way. Hopefully, and hopefully it'll be right when the book is coming out. You know, people that'd that, be
3: good publicity. Yeah,
0: there was that Ed Koch. I was there was that Ed Koch documentary a few years ago. And Koch died, like, the weekend, the show, the, the documentary dropped. Great for business. Oh, it's the best. Perfect. I mean, they must have been just kicking their heels. I know you're not supposed to say that, but come on.
3: Well, you, you had a, a story about your father when, uh, when he and Greg got in a fight, in an argument. And then the next day, Greg wrote an apology letter. I gave you the letter, but I don't see it in the book. I don't remember getting the letter. I sent, you asked me for the letter, and I sent it to you. For sure. Well, maybe in the next edition we can put... I, I, I apologize. I, I, I don't remember getting it. And I, I, Absolutely. But now there's more of an air of mystery. Like, what, what did he say? Could, do, you, do you recall, like, what, what it said? Or? Um,
0: I, I could probably... If you guys would talk, I could probably... I, okay. I, might, I might have the email. So, you, go ahead. You, go, you talk, and I'll, I'll try to find it.
1: So, Harvard, what was that like? <laughs>
0: You're talking to a Lingon?
5: Either one. 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 Yeah,
1: Lingon, did you feel any... Uh, I don't think Indians get a, uh, a break at Harvard. Like, you, you were saying Geraldo felt like he only got into Harvard because he was Hispanic. They needed Hispanic. Right. I don't know if, uh, if, if you had any of those feelings. No. Although, I don't know that Indians get uh, any kind of a, uh, no, I a think break it, at Harvard. No,
4: I think, I think it's it might be just the opposite. as hard, if not harder. Yeah, you know, yeah Because yeah. there's so many of them. Considered but,
3: Asian, I guess. But.
1: Yeah, we're cons- I mean, yeah, I mean, India is part of Asia, so it makes sense. But Noam's made <laughs> but, that point, by the way. On You know, we get into a lot of politically incorrect <laughs> stuff here on the show. And Noam's made the point that affirmative action is is damaging to those who belong there and and, and are perceived as, as not belonging because or, or Well I repeated that point. I mean that point's been made by many people. <laughs> yeah.
5: right, but it's, it's I, but
1: it's interesting but. that Geraldo like
4: he didn't just go to a great college, he then went to law school, then worked at like SCAD like I mean there was a long path before deciding to do stand up which is surprising I mean, somewhat surprising.
3: Yeah, I mean, he was a little bit old. He was probably about mid-20s when he started. Yeah. And then a, a few years later, he had the sitcom deal for Common Law. Right. So, I mean, his ascension was was super steep. Right. And, and then it was it, kind it, of funny, like, later on, he didn't get all the TV deals. But you, look at you. You're an you're a investment guy that became a, 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 a renowned biographer. A re- Thank you, Dan.
1: <laughs> well, I, I have the letters. And I'm just, they're just
0: downloading now. Um. And well, that's great. So we can read them down. We can read them here for the for the the very first time. Yeah.
1: I wish I wish the Wi-Fi was working uh, properly. Well, geez, I wonder who's who's who could who could do something about that.
0: Well, you know, (laughs) it's 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 really not me. Do you know why he took as much time as he did before
4: getting into stand-up? Because, like, I mean, I I knew a lot of people in college who decided to do comedy pretty early, just because there was. a Well, I can I can
1: address that because I lived it. Oh. I went to law school as well. Right. Uh, and I started comedy earlier than Greg did in, in his life. I, I mean, he started before me, but I started younger than he he started. I was about 23. But at least in my case, and I suspect in, in many people's cases, the idea of being a stand-up comedy is absurd. Mm. I remember Greg was telling me, I don't know if <clears throat> this is in the book, I remember him telling me that his mother did not approve. That his mother was like, I don't want to watch you. I'm trying to do her accent, but... He told me that, it, that his mother said she, she didn't want to watch him be a clown or something like that, words to that effect. Something like that, yeah. Uh, the, you know, these were immigrants. The, they, they come to America. Their dream is generally for their son to become a doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, not a comedian. I think, and as you as a son of immigrants are Lingon, on, must be able to relate to that on some level. Uh, you know, the, 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 the expectations of immigrant parents for their children to become professionals. At least, yeah, at least stable. So I mean, I, we've discussed this with you, and I don't know what your experience was. I don't recall when you came out, if you will, because it is like coming out, by the way, saying to your parents you want to be a comic, and in a family that's not showbiz oriented, oh, sure. is a bit like coming out. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, on, on some so you want to hear my this level, but I was wondering what your parents' reaction was.
4: Well, I mean, I, Indian culture is not very approving. My parents are different; they were very supportive, but that's uh, that's not typical for Indian not culture. Not at all typical. But, right? but I
1: think, and in my case, I come from. Not in, Well, my parents are Canadian, but I'm not going to count that as immigrants. But not a showbiz family. And so the idea of being a comic seemed absurd. And so it took me a while to come to terms with it. Mm. Um, anyway, so I think that's the answer to that question, unless Matt has other information. Uh, I think you, you nailed it. And, and Noam has found He usually the, does. Noam has found the missing letters. So he had a big fight with my father. And
0: uh, he, would, he would get drunk. He was, he's a little bit... I wouldn't say he's... Ext- I mean... The term nasty drunk Creates an image Which I don't think is accurate (laughs) But if he got angry uh, When he was drunk He could have An edge And uh, he 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 got very uh, He got a big fight with my father And he wrote a letter It's too long to read the whole thing But I'll read the beginning of it Was it about money? said My dearest Manny I don't quite know where to begin. You should know that as I write this, I am sick to my stomach with shame. Before I even begin to address the situation as Colin described it to me, I want to say some things that may be easier to express in writing and that hopefully will make clear that there was nothing underlying my moronic my moronic antics other than blind drunkenness. First of all, Manny, you should know how incredibly highly I think of you. Our relationship has become quite honestly One of the most important in my life. You are one of the most interesting, intelligent, and funny guys I've ever known. The friendship and support, inspiration, generosity you've shown me has affected me more deeply than you might even imagine. Obviously, you know how much I like admire and respect you, and it goes on. Um, I don't want to read the whole thing, but I'll I'll, I'll skip to the ending. Uh, Manny, I can't even begin to apologize. I don't know where any of this came from. With Colin's help, I I pieced together some of it, and all I can say is that I can't explain it. I really, truly, and honestly can't. Before Colin pulled me aside to talk tonight, I had no idea that I had been such an asshole. I sensed something strange in the air, but I didn't realize the extent of it. There's something about being incredibly drunk on tequila, which in more recent times has made me behave in an increasingly erratic and unexplainable ways. Uh, What to do about that, of course, is a separate issue entirely. I guess that there's no way to prove that there's absolutely nothing deep in my subconscious that would explain this ridiculous behavior. I can only imagine that my, in my drunken haze, I thought I was being funny. I don't know. This is not a case of my simply being embarrassed, as was the case with the SD baseball thing. Jesus, this has been a good week for me. I am much more obsessed with the fact that I caused you some pain and embarrassment and that I have somehow damaged our relationship. As you said, we'll get past this. I can only hope to earn again the trust that I was proud you had in me
1: I'm sick, and I'm deeply... I, I suck, and I'm deeply sorry. Wow. You, you don't have any idea what the actual dispute was? Or,
5: uh, they
0: were probably arguing about Israel or something. Or, <laughs> no, seriously. And, uh, it, 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 you know, and, and obviously it got nasty. But it's interesting there, and I hadn't read this in so long, that he's beginning to recognize himself that, sure. he's, that, he, that, he, that this is ratcheting up, that he's, that he's having... Uh, experiences on alcohol that are worse and more erratic. They need to have. He brought up an
1: interesting Wait, point. He want, he oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. The, other,
5: the other thing I noticed about that. Talk closer to the
1: The other <laughs> thing I
6: noticed about that is that even in the apology, though, which is no doubt sincere, there's a kind of a putting himself down, "I suck" kind of thing. This kind of tearing himself down in order to make an apology. That sounds very kind of typical.
1: Yeah. What uh, kind of accent is that, uh, incidentally, Wayne? That's uh, midwestern. Mine, Canadian. Oh, you're Canadian. I knew, but I knew there was something going on there. <laughs> My parents are Canadian. I should have recognized it in that. Uh, But he brought Greg in that apology Brought up a point That we've discussed That's very white privilege of you What's that? Like if if he was
0: like You know you wouldn't ask In this day and age You couldn't ask anybody But a white guy Like what kind of accent is that? Oh
1: I would (laughs) I would I I mean I don't know If I I should But I would (laughs) I mean I'm the kind of person That would say No where are you really from? (laughs) Greg brought up I mean in in his letter Greg brought up a point That we've discussed Numerous times Noam Is "Is alcohol a truth serum? Or does it make you say Things you would never say? And, and, and uh, you know, I, I think that's kind of an interesting discussion in and of itself. But um, people say that, well, you, you're saying what you really mean. Right. I never necessarily believe that. Um, I think thoughts cross your mind, some of which you agree with, some of which you don't agree with, but they enter your head.
5: Sure.
1: And, 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 and you might say them under the influence of alcohol, but that may ne- not necessarily represent what you really mean. I, I don't know but this particularly... Definitely makes disc- his sleep with women you never would sleep with. <laughs> Very true <laughs> It's pretty clear So by
0: by analogy I guess it could make you Say things that you You, you would never I don't know You, you probably don't even Get drunk do you Lincoln? I don't really get drunk I, I had a feeling I don't No really. I My theory on the alcohol Is that um, Just like any other drug Everybody reacts to them Differently And uh, some I mean I've just known People Close to me They have personality Change On alcohol And it's it's not true serum mm-hmm. Although Yes, sometimes you will say things, you will let your guard down on alcohol, and it will be truth serum. I think that, Reduces
3: that, filters. Yeah, but that yeah.
4: checkpoint isn't there
0: anymore. Yeah. But not everything that comes out of your mouth, not every nastiness, not every, is, I think, a, a, something you're carrying around with you all the time.
1: I, th- I think the other way to look at it, though, is that like, it, in a regular life, if you're being totally honest with every person you dealt with, you'd never have any relationships with anyone. So maybe alcohol sort of brings all that away, and you... Are completely honest, um, Robert what, what,
0: and, yeah. and, and Keith. You know, we're, these are the guys who wrote the book on Geraldo. Oh, hey and we're we're, we're gonna, we're gonna oh, wrap nice it up. To we're gonna wrap it up soon. But I will, yeah, maybe you want to say something about Geraldo? This is Robert
7: Kelly. You you guys were close friends. I never liked them. <laughs> Overrated. And uh, yeah, I like uh, Eric Rivera a lot better. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's the best. You know what sucks is that um, as I got older and as I became a father and a husband and stuff, now I listen to his stuff and it's just, it resonates so much more with me now as opposed to being some young punk from Boston coming here. Now I listen to his stuff and, and hear how just amazing his comedy was, you know? It comes on rotation every once in a while in my car and it's like, fuck. He's just amazing. He, I got the book in my car. I'm going to read it this weekend. All right. Who am I kidding? I'm going to read it over I the next three months. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you in six months, guys. Way, but uh, Colin
0: will read it, and he'll tell you the, the gist of it. I'm
5: going to read it.
7: <laughs> no, uh, good. Congratulations.
0: He, he would have Thank loved you. the Trump era, huh? The what? Oh my, the Trump oh era. God. Oh, my God. Would he would have, he, have he had a field day.
7: So, he'd have so many great rants. That was one of my favorite things that he would do. He would set up a joke. Do the, and then he would go on this this joke rant filled. It was almost like a machine gun. Did you find him getting
0: less funny as he got a little bit more bitter towards the end or more no. funny? Because I, I, they thought he was less funny. I actually found him more funny. I found him more funny, too. I agree with you.
7: Yeah. I think did did, he, he
0: got
3: did, Matt, did Matt say more? that? I don't know. A, Angry. I thought yeah, it was funnier. <laughs> Matt, did you say, did, say that? Yes, he, he, he said he was funnier when he was coming from a happy place. Greg but, said that. But
0: you said you were listening... Didn't you say you, were, you, you listened to his stuff and you thought he was... Maybe I, I thought you said you thought he was funnier when you came from a happier place.
3: He said that, but I, I did see a show in 2009 yeah, where it wasn't... I didn't think it was his best Yeah, stuff. that's what you said, yeah. Still yeah. very funny, but... Yeah, very funny.
7: All right, I got to go at the table and hang out with Colin and Keith, <laughs> who uh, we're going to have books. You guys can write books on them very soon, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so what What else? Uh, so I had... You know, I think about Geraldo a lot because... I, there was an experience at his funeral Where his young son uh, He must have been I'm, I don't know how, do you, maybe seven or eight Seven or eight, yeah And he's walking around d- Dressed in a, in a suit, you know And he comes out and he says Did you know my daddy? In this, this you know, utterly innocent way And it was, very, it was very moving to me at the time um, But now I have a son about that age, you know and I and I think about that like what if I were to drop dead? Like I've been afraid to fly lately because I'm afraid, well, you know, to, to leave these kids without a dad. And I think about my son just walking up to a stranger. Did you know my daddy? I, I can't even.
1: Yeah. Asking Dan. Did, did you feel that I can't did, even imagine Matt that, that Greg was indifferent to life, or this was completely accidental, or?
3: I think he had episodes where he, he had some indifference to life, but I don't think that was his default personality
0: so and so the story that i heard about the end <clears throat> is that apparently it was oxycodone how do you say it oxycodone oxycodone uh, okay. that they, that these pills uh, i guess it's the same drug right that these pills come with some sort of uh, uh, coating on them which is what gives it a time release oh. and what people would do is they take a razor blade and shave off the coating so that when they take it they get the full um for the pill all at once. Did you did you hear that? That was the rumor that I, went I, around.
3: I didn't hear that, but you it makes sense. Yeah, we, we don't. We didn't hear those details. We know it was that drug,
1: but we didn't hear you the have, details of shaving or anything. You have a. You must be from. You're not from like Toronto. You're from deep Canada. <laughs> I'm you, not sure why you're fascinated by this. But. <laughs> well, but that, that that's an accent. I mean, that's like an accent like from the woods. <laughs> what, what, what? Am I right? What I, part of Canada? I'm from Newfoundland. Yes, you uh, you can't even get there. (laughs) You have to take a boat. Yeah, no, you actually have to go through the moon and come back. I'm sure the Geraldo family
0: will be very touched (laughs) that you spend more
1: time in his accent. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think it's disrespectful to have a conversation (laughs) that that encompasses a wide variety of things. Thanks for saying I'm from the woods, though. I really appreciate it. Well, but that's the Newfoundland's kind of woodsy, I think. A St. John's might have a, a McDonald's.
5: <laughs>
0: anyway, so let, let, let's, we, we, we have to wrap it up. But so do, do you expect good sales from this book? Or do you expect oh, maybe to, do you want to, no, I'm like, because it's a, a lot of work to write a book. And it's two of you. And it's not like writing a book on um, a, wrote, a household name. Carrie wrote a book about blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote the book on blowjobs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's not like uh, he's, he's a household name that you expect right. to end, um, but it, it took a couple of years out of your life. So Almost five years, yeah. Right, so what? what's the what's the calculus there?
3: Primarily to preserve his legacy. Like he, t- To me, he was like the Kurt Cobain of stand-up. That's a good and, way to put and it. And it seemed wrong that no one did this, so... That's terrific. That's why we started it.
0: And and maybe uh, you know this wasn't around basically when you started, but maybe uh, there's some uh, television version of that can come out. It's an amazing
1: story, you know. Send me an email; we'll talk. We (laughs) know that you're you were a big fan, but we don't know much about Wayne's involvement. How did you guys find each other? Through Kickstarter. So Matt had a. Sorry,
4: where's your accent
1: from?
5: (laughs) 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 I'm from southern India. Southern India.
1: No, I I Matt had a Kickstarter campaign where he was trying to raise funds to you know, you need money to sort of put this together, and I came across that, contributed to the campaign. You're the money man. No, 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 no. We got to know each other, and Matt said,
3: uh, "Would it, you like?" If to- you contribute the most, you get to co-author the book. That, that was that was the agreement we had.
1: <laughs> what well, were you a fan of Geraldo's, or you're just sort of a? Uh, oh no, huge fan. The yeah, either. yeah. Okay. This is why. Yeah, exactly. I guess that makes sense. Anyway, uh, I, no, if you have nothing more to say, no I, go. But if, if you
0: ever do, if if you ever do manage to sell it to a documentary or whatever it is. We have tons and tons of footage of him. It's not, it's not high quality footage, but it's archival footage uh, from every aspect, you know, every, every period in his career. So you know, it's that'd a, be
3: fantastic. Yeah. Well, well we could put that letter in too.
1: Marianne would have to
3: approve I, that. I've but. got a
1: better idea. Adapt it,
3: maybe as a Netflix series. Uh ah, crashing is no longer. Maybe HBO has an interest <laughs>
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Um, we're gonna we're gonna
0: let let you guys. It's a nice I'm saying we're gonna, we have another guest stacked up behind you. But uh, hang out. I'm gonna get out get out in a little while and shoot the shit. Well, you, you guys are welcome
1: to order food. Let's bring. And, let's,
0: but let's but bring we, should we over. say how you Thank can get the book? Thank you very much. One oh, yeah, more how time, how book. you can
3: get the book? Oh, Amazon, and it's at QED and Astoria, and you can check out greggeraldobook.com or on all the social media handles. It's at Book. He's extremely
1: handsome. It's a handsome picture on the. He on was the ruggedly good looking. He was he was not a pretty guy like a say a a, a Mapu Broussard. Uh, Very pretty guy, yes. Matt Broussard is pretty. Greg was ruggedly handsome. That's what the girls said, as I recall. This is just a... Like you and Noam. Well, Noam and I have our own, own, uh, I suppose, uh, thing going. This is... um, If you like
0: nerdy, uh, you know. This is just this uh, thing of a guy who literally had everything that anybody could want and still wasn't happy, you know. Um, Anyway. So on that note,
6: buy several copies.
1: <laughs>
0: thank you, Matthew.
6: I, oh, oh, thank try you. you. Try the uh, try the burgers. <laughs> we'll leave you with these last thoughts. Let's face it; it's not easy to have relationships these days because there's too much outside pressure, there's too much sexual stimulation, there's too much shit going on. You know, all this internet porn. There's porn everywhere, and they go, "Well, internet porn is is ruining marriages." You know, I don't know if, if it's ruined my marriage, but it's definitely destroyed my keyboard. And there's. There's too much sexual pressure on us. As men, you walk around in a constant state of aggravation. Women can't even relate to that. You don't understand what it's like to be constantly visually tortured. I, I mean, look, when's the last time any woman in here has ever even considered masturbating to a mannequin in a department store, all right? You don't even imagine, that would never turn you on. I, I saw a sales girl pulling panties off a mannequin. It was the hottest thing I'd ever seen in my life. The hottest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Just, she was just doing her job, just pulling the panties off. It didn't even occur to her that she was doing anything erotic. She's just pulling panties off a mannequin. I could barely use every strength of power not to just rub it out right there in the middle of the, (laughs) pulling panties off a mannequin. And it wasn't even a full mannequin. It was like a torso mannequin. It had no arms, no legs. And the jeans, every, how much lower are these jeans gonna go? You can't, it's just fucking craziness when people, They're cut mid-vagina. I mean, you see these girls walk around in clit-huggers. You're literally, they're they're like clit-hugger jeans, you know? You see them in a store, like, Mayor, do these jeans make my clit look fat? I got a really big date. I I need my clit to look really, really good. Is that too much clit, or I... You know, the gyms, they got those leg contraptions, that machine, you're like, fuck, you're not supposed to be turned on by that, you know? I was in the gym a while back. This girl's like, hey, do I know you from someplace? You know what? You might, but can we talk after you're done with the twat spreader? Because, you know, it's a little distracting. I do about four push-ups a year. I'm having a hard enough time not passing out without speaking directly into your gaping vagina. And uh, the cleavage... I was in Vegas, I saw this woman, she had glitter on her chest, glitter, and she catches me glancing over, I'm not even trying to look, I just kind of glance over and she's like, ha, ha ha. You put shiny shit on your tits. What did you think was gonna happen? Were you hoping to divert attention? Was that a diversionary tactic, you know? Wait, why don't you hire a marching band to walk around you with neon titty signs? What are you looking at? What are you looking at? What is your problem? What is your fucking problem, pervert? Ah, uh, do you, are such a, uh, uh, look me in the eye, look me in the eye. And this friend of mine told me, she goes, I dress this way to attract a guy, but I want to attract the right guy. I don't want to attract every slob on the street. Well, that's how cleavage works. It's not, it's not a smart bomb. It's not a laser guided weapon. You might hit your target. There's also going to be a lot of collateral damage. That's just the way it goes. You might hit the guy in the Porsche. You're also gonna hit the guy with one tooth whacking off on the bus, and you really gotta accept it. You gotta just be happy. You have that kind of power over men. There's nothing I can do to have that power over women. I can't walk around with my balls all pressed together. Hello, girls, hello! Hello! You know, a little glitter. Hey! I'm up here. Was I speeding, officer? Thank you very much, everybody. Take it easy. Thanks a lot.
5: Okay, so
1: here's Nikki Six, everybody. uh, Nikki Jacks. Get your your, (laughs) Nikki Six was from Motley Crue. Scale of, uh, of of emotional topics
0: on on this show. We went from Greg Giraldo to. And even more emotional topic for me, I'm going to introduce uh, this next guest. This is the first time I've ever called her by the name Nikki. Uh, DJ Nikki Jacks has a long and successful career in AV design build. She engineers, designs, and produces for a wide range of clients, including many of this year's... uh, None of this is why
1: she's a guest
2: here. Well, I nobody gives a shit if she does bio. AV design. Excuse me. Well, maybe, maybe she
1: would like that noted, though. All right, let me let me tell you a story.
2: I asked her for let, her let bio. Let tell, so,
0: so years ago, when I first started the Cafe Wa, this young kid came in, uh, and we were playing, and he had tap shoes, and he came through the Cafe Wa, and he started uh, tapping. He was he was basically living it, on the street or something. No, Look, it actually started before that. I was tap dancing
8: in front of the blue note ah, and you were street. walking that was, that was with Rosalind. Yeah. And I said, come down.
0: That's right. right, right. And I came down and we started performing. So, and then, um, you know, and I regarded him as kind of like a a lovable weirdo. I, I don't know. <laughs> like like a, a street urchin. Yeah, one of these village, there was a lot of village types like that in those days. And then he, we needed some work done. I needed to build a uh, a patch bay for uh, microphones in the curtain behind the stage, and um, and, he's, and somebody, He says he says I can do that. Oh no, no. First was a light switch. First I need I had a light fixture hanging in my, in my apartment. Anyway, and 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 he did that job and he did it really well and he did the sheet rocking, whatever it is. He had all these skills and then he did this. He so he had some electronics talent or whatever it is, and but, then and then in a very short while Michael Greer became part of the, the, the real fabric, the inner circle of the Café Wa for years and years and years. Thank you. And then I was a godfather to his daughter. Uh, he moved, he went, he, he went uh, to, um, he was general manager of Guitar Center. He was married with kids, a whole life. No no indication to anybody. He was banging Irene Cara. Oh, I, mean, sh- I mean, there was no <laughs> indication. And that's, that's when she truth. was
1: Irene Cara. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not when she was. We, we, we want to uh, keep that in, though? No? Yeah, no. why not? <laughs> okay. True. Uh, and well, he, we should mention that we have no, this is his claim, and I believe it. But Just, just uh, shut up then. I'm just saying For legal reasons <laughs> <laughs> So
0: <laughs> I should be fine She'll, I, I, Hopefully she's listening To this And she can reach out I'd love so, to connect With her again <laughs> So And then Then he went to Florida Then he came back. But anyway There was no hint At any time Of any kind of thing Other than This was a dude Who liked to go out And pick up girls And bang chicks I remember he He had some sexual move With a mango pit I remember he was talking About one time yeah, I mean this, it. this was a man's man and then he came back to work, I me, and I fast forward, and then all of a sudden, I hear that he's... While we're building that, that, the that, Comedy that, Cellar in Vegas. Well, in I, the- I heard that, that <laughs> she has gender dysphoria and is transitioning to become a woman. True story. Yeah, and, and now she's in front of me, and, and so this is what I think about this conversation. It is, it people get in so much trouble Talking about this stuff, that the questions never get asked, and people and people really don't know what to make of this. However, I'm going to trust that my relationship with Nikki is so uh, secure, um, secure and intimate, or I don't know, intimate and close that I don't think any question I could ask could offend her. I
8: am completely prepared to answer your questions after knowing you now for. Thirty years, almost exactly. I prepared for the flow of this. What this conversation could be. So go ahead, shoot. Do your best. Well, so my
0: first, my first question is. This. And
8: it's another reason why I wanted to get on here because I'm happy to talk about this. I think I'm one of the few rational voices
0: out of my community, out of my spectrum. Well, you people can No. Anyway. So, <laughs> no. So my first question is this: Did you wonder what my reaction would be? Oh my, enormously. It. Um, and what did you think my reaction was going to be?
8: I don't know. I was very uh, scared that uh, you would not be accepting, that you would have a problem with this. That um, I mean, not that I thought that you were um, uh, prejudiced in any particular way, but again, because we have such a long history that I thought it might be jarring that it- that well, It you, is jarring.
0: Sure. No, I assume. But- I, You I know was, what? Even Even having gone through what you went through, if I showed up tomorrow as a woman, it would jar you. Well, uh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> maybe maybe not I, I think it would Better go I ahead I think it'd be fun <laughs> but
8: yeah I know I'm take you dancing
0: jarring <laughs> is not the opposite of fun <laughs> no just to see somebody as a woman in a dress like like just to soak like, hold on but, but I look, look good, good right you, you look, look great yeah. thank you very much you that's you look I mean great. obviously that's jarring but anyway go ahead Go ahead. No. So you never, yeah, I never had it. you never, I never uttered any, like, anti-trans uh, no, 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 no. remarks mean, to you or anything, did I? No, you not, no, You can say so.
8: No, no, not, pri- not prior, and actually, again, to state for the record, you have been enormously
0: sound.
5: It's all right, he's all right. Okay. No, no, you,
8: you've been enormously um, supportive. Um, very much from the very beginning. Suspiciously supportive.
3: Suspiciously <laughs> supportive.
8: <laughs> hey, <laughs> we well, I knew it saying, somehow Hi. it would lead to a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's uh, it, it's, and you've been like at the at the forefront of making sure that I I think that I'm I'm very comfortable. I mean, it's <clears throat> I felt an enormous amount of love out of both you and uh, out of Juanita, and you know, and you guys operated it in a way to ensure that I felt comfortable behind the scenes that I didn't even know about, you know, because well, I was I, let sort me, of, So let me tell that story. I, yeah, okay, So, so um,
0: there was a gay... Uh, um, he's going to get mad at me, whatever. There was a gay, <laughs> gay bartender who um, works for me who basically, I felt, outed Michael at a time when he... I think he still was straddled when he was straddling between both worlds. Right. And the guy somehow got... Wind of the fact that he was now Nikki, J- she was now whatever. On, that, that Nikki Jax was now a, who we, the the the, uh, the artist formerly known as Michael <laughs> was now Nikki Jax and DJing, and he contacted you on Instagram in some way and tagged a bunch of people. Yes. And somehow it all it all got out, and of course it all went around in In a heartbeat. Nothing travels faster than the speed of light than gossip. And I now I had suspected. I don't want to go back to that, but I had already suspected that something along these lines was going on. I wasn't sure, but I knew something was up with you. But anyway, I lost my fucking shit at this guy, Mm -hmm. and I accused him of um, uh, being uh, seduced by the gossip value Mm -hmm. and hurting... My friend and Juanita really lost his shit, and then he by the way, he's since apologized and, I, and right. I don't know what really happened and I, and I, I know you have no you, you have no beef with him, no, no, no not no.
8: at all. I mean, it happened a little bit early, but then again it's it, it's it's me falta because i I was public, I was trying to explore right. coming
0: out and trying to push myself over that but, edge but, but, so. and he said, oh, I was just trying to help him. I said, well, then you should have contacted him privately right. because obviously, in my mind, obviously he wasn't he didn't want this public because. He wanted it public. He would have just. He would have made it public. He would, Right. You had, you had cordoned off a, a, a an alternate e- identity. Right. Which which you thought you had a Chinese wall around. Can right. You still say Chinese wall. You, <laughs> see, you had a, a firewall around it, and you thought that the two could somehow s- separate. So of course he. And this is where I was really got mad. He says, "Don't tell me as a gay man that I blah 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 blah," and I lost my shit I said don't don't play the card that you're gay it's too easy to go to yeah why don't you explain to me what I'm missing here because all I know is that my friend Michael had this life and he was trying to keep it a secret and now everybody knows about it and that is because of what you did this has nothing to do with being gay or straight so, so I guess that's what you're referring to. That you, you right. heard that I, I, right. I got and, so mad, and that a, And then I never mentioned to you even that I knew about it until
8: way what? after the fact, which I think well, is, I didn't want to
1: embarrass you. Well, it's very chivalric of you to, you know, you, Nicky. You, the other day, um, I saw you here mm-hmm. for the first time right. as Nikki Jacks. correct? And you said, "Hey," and you just said to me, "Hey, Dan," and and and, and <laughs> you, a mean, hey girl. Whoa. Hey. Whoa, did you forget that you're now Nikki Jacks? Or I mean, in other words, you just went up to me and said, Hey, Dan, now I happen to have heard that you were now Nikki Jackson. And, but even then, it took me a second to know who you were.
8: Well, okay, so I don't think I've come to grips with the fact of how much I look different, maybe, right? I, I mean, I still think that I'm identi- easily identifiable, especially if you... If you know me, so it, Michael, yeah. my old
0: friend has tits now, okay, <laughs> and they're real. <laughs> my my my
1: my friend has tits. Well, it took me a second or two to <laughs> process tits.
0: who you were. Well, uh, I, I
8: apologize <laughs> for that. No apology <laughs>
1: necessary. I'm just wondering if you realized. No, you that, know it, it, That you're a different person now.
8: No, you know. So uh, to talk about transgender issue, you know, there's some people whose transgender identity is like first and foremost, and they wave it like a flag, right? For me, it's, um, I've had to really think about it and process it and make sure that it's secondary to who I am. You know, I think of myself really in terms of my career, my work, you know, what I'm able to provide. And my sexual identity should be second. It's not like you walk around thinking, you know, walk up to everybody and saying, I'm a straight man, I'm a straight person, or I'm a...
2: uh, Well, uh, I've worked for many, many years um, with many different people in the trans world and lgbt world i mean for probably Stop showing off just <laughs> get to no, 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 it. go I ahead no, and about I, your I, resume go ahead i think it's important <laughs> i think it's important i mean but Alingon went to harvard that's fucking relevant <laughs> um, and i've heard a lot of trans <laughs> people Why are you out i was <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> relevant I've that heard discussion have
0: you
2: have, yeah.
0: you have you learned any of those like real authentic uh, female qualities that she just exhibited yet michael or you still, I, <laughs> still i'm i'm in school I, right I, are you now. lashing
2: out at me
5: emotionally? <laughs> no, I have no. heard
2: a lot of trans people articulate that they've always felt this way. I mean, this is to Dan's point. So, right. so it's really everybody. Ar- right. It's really everybody around them who's like sort of surprised or catching up. Like, right, so let's right. start there.
1: Look, you I just told have me a quick question. Told, wait, wait.
0: You told yeah. me you didn't always feel this way.
2: No, you know, I I didn't realize
8: that I had this you know, I didn't realize what I had was actually gender dysphoria, that I had all these tendencies until I started to look back and I started to realize, oh my goodness, I actually I, I really did. I had all these markers. Give me an, give me an example some of the markers. Um uh, anal sex. We can go straight there. I always enjoyed with the, it. With a dude? Never with a dude until I started to right, but transition. So what
0: was the marker? You like you like Penetrating woman in the anus? And That's receiving. not a marker. And receiving. Receiving what it was like a. Uh, pe- they call that like, uh, pegging. Yeah, well, pe-
8: yes, the, the pegging. But, you know, I enjoyed receiving anal sex using uh, any number of instruments or anything that. But are we didn't. talking
1: about two different things? We're talking about your gender identity. Okay, and we're talking about your sexuality. Oh, you know, whoa, 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 let me take... explain. No, no, th- let, so her, this... let her. Uh,
0: you know, I'm Michael. Uh, Nikki. First of all, you should go by Mickey. I told you, Mickey, because <laughs> that was. But uh, I'm not gonna get it right. You're it's not... impossible. Okay. In, unless I hesitate in speaking, I'm just. It's not gonna come to me, Nikki. On I'll tip my tongue.
8: Okay, so that's another part
0: of one of the and things. And you know, that it's I've... not in disrespect.
8: No, yeah. no, no, not at yeah. all. And, and it's one of the things I, I I like to discuss and I like to explain to people because. This whole pronoun thing is like a big thing, right? But for some reason, for me, it's not. And I think it's because I realize that other people need to process this. They, it, it, I can't expect that other people will be able to easily change gears and call me... Look, you know, we, we had a
0: mutual friend, Peter Quigley. Right. It took me six years to start calling him Raj. Oh, yeah, right. And, and that was hard enough. And no. that was another... Man's name, no, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, once you get, a, yeah. like, a verbal... You know, well, I think Cassius Clay said
1: it best. I think Cassius Clay said it but That's a joke, because so, he like changed his name. No, he changed his name to Muhammad Ali, and I still can't Lou get it. Well, Cinder.
0: So, no, guys, the, so, pro- the, so, like, the thing so, is... Wait, 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 wait. Just, just hold on. Let's just train of thought here. But I'm not big on gender pronouns. I mean, you can... If you so, yeah, screw up, I, I don't care. We're jumping all over. So you liked um, Penetrating in the Ass. Mm-hmm. Now I don't I don't know that that's a marker of any kind of okay. gender dysphoria. There's a not, lot of guys like right. that. that's the first one that that I thought of. The second one was. Did you prefer that it was like uh, shaped as a penis as opposed to just a finger or like was there something about having it look male? Well, there's a Which reason. Which excited you? Well, uh, yes.
8: Okay. Yeah, uh, and also, didn't, not that it looked like a penis, but rather that it felt like a penis. All right. So. Uh, Then there's also uh, Women's clothing Right Um, Always enjoyed Wearing women's clothing Underneath An exterior Of like blue jeans And and More More male uh, While you were working
0: for me down there You were wearing ladies Ladies panties
8: I had a whole suitcase
1: (laughs) Is that true?
0: Yes so how could you not have known you
8: had uh, that you because you know what this like really wasn't an option, right?
0: I, I, I You didn't, you didn't
2: ever, see it. You didn't even know that you. No, could. but when I when no, I
0: first saw her in Vegas, I said, "Did you always feel this way?" You're like, "No, I didn't."
2: Uh, well, did you I'm...
0: forget that you that you no. were wearing okay, so it's
8: all part of a transition process, okay. right? Okay. Is also starting to go back and say, "Oh,
0: wearing women's clothes." Maybe you just didn't want to tell me you always felt that way. No, no, no,
8: no, no. Well, you know what I think it it it. it I keep. Like every day, I I discover something new about my. Um...
2: Like when you think back to when you were little. Right.
8: Like like in the third grade, I used to wear my mother's camisoles to school. Like, what, and I and I kind of all like suppressed that memory, and then I. Recently, so, I started remembering. Yeah, that's so, absolutely. But
0: what? when you were when you were operating as a straight dude, you had genuine lust for women. Or no? Yes. But oh, sexual
2: yeah. desire has nothing to do with gender identity.
0: No, no, let's not get- we all know this. You are showing off <laughs> just, No, I'm, I'm not. Saying you that, just said you had uh, You th- know, you're really right. upsetting me. This was <laughs> let me make spell my point out what I'm sure okay. the listeners already understood. He's talking about getting turned on by by having sex by imagining he's having being penetrated by a man. Right. So I'm asking him a natural question, but you also at the same time had a genuine attraction for the women. You were going out with yes,
8: oh, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so, so,
0: so you call that you're bisexual in a way?
8: Uh, yeah, ex- well, or uh, no. I guess maybe. I mean, not really. I don't think because it's not like I ever really explored being with a man beforehand. So I can't
0: can't say that you would actually and and say that. Well, I mean, but now, mm-hmm. do you still, if you see a hot woman, do you lust after her like you used to? Or those no. feelings? No. I do not. So, what, how did that change? I, um,
8: I'll say that, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm really not so, ta- in some ways, it, in some ways, maybe it was uh, pornography, right? Um, you could talk to a lot of trans uh, women who will talk about, and I felt the same way too, that I'd watch pornography and I always wanted to be the woman. I always wanted to be in that position. Um, and, Pornography has been around for now for decades and decades. So I think possibly that helped me along. Um, I really started to, I I don't know really when I started to lose interest in women. Um, Now, like when I see a beautiful woman, I absolutely admire her. But I really don't think sexual thoughts. I always think I'm so jealous of her hips and her natural curves and... She fills out a dress, and so, where did she get the
0: dress? And so then, does it come in my size? So then the flip side is, <laughs> right. the, the, the okay. flip side is, years ago, were you lusting after men, in the way that you now can lust so after them?
8: Now, that's a good, great, that's a great question. Now you know I was a dancer, right? I've said this before. I started out as a dancer. I always had a body image, and now I look back, I realize I always wanted that body of being um, a, a female. And watching male dancers, I always preferred to watch male dancers. I think I always found something really attractive about them. I think it was the power,
0: combination of the power, yeah, uh, their I, lines, I, okay. and I, don't, I can't tra- at the time say that it was lust. Okay. What I'm trying to get at is mm-hmm. that at a very early age, I can remember watching Captain Kirk make out with a hot alien. Right. And then if I would masturbate... It wasn't a toss-up which character <laughs> I was masturbating about. It was—it was deep within me. It was the hot alien chick that I was thinking about, even though Captain Kirk was clearly a, a very attractive man, right? <laughs> um, With or without the garter. And that—that didn't—that wasn't created in me. It wasn't socialized into me. It was always, always there. What you're describing is a change of what it—it it, it was women that you would close your eyes and think about sexually, I'm asking you and then at some point it stopped being women and it became men No, I,
8: um, yes and, so, and, and it was never both I think when I was younger yeah. um, I think I had those urges and I repressed them did you have
0: a family that would have disapproved of that kind of thing I... Your mother wouldn't have. Right? Your mother's pretty easy going. No,
8: I, I think I, mean, I think you're right. I think my mother and my father w- would probably have been okay. I mean, they were very supportive of me being in uh, in the dance world, right? They, they... Oh, it's not the same
0: thing, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, there was a there was a <laughs> lot of gays. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, to, to...
8: <laughs> but like in nowhere in the spectrum of my life would they have thought that I would be that I would be transitioning that I had some deep seated gender dysphoria. I always felt, and I also always felt going back, and now I look at it, is like actively trying to adopt the role of a of a male dude,
0: right? Like, yeah, would, you would do, you would take pictures of looking like Jimmy Dean, J-
7: yeah, James
8: Dean, right. and uh, yeah. And I would like read, I would like force myself to read sports that I really
1: didn't care about, just so I could talk with the guys. Well, right? I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, I never cared about baseball, but you had to with that, you know.
8: But, but you understand. So, I mean, you understand. I mean, I like baseball too, and sometimes I enjoy the stats. But it's like this. Is no, not, I never
1: enjoyed the stats.
8: Uh, uh, but this is not like in any way, like I, I have a hard time sitting down and watching sports. But I always felt that it was like a costume I had to wear, right? I, I always thought like wearing the the leather jackets and wearing the ripped jeans and the and the boots, and you know, you had to act tough. What I'm, I, I felt that was an act that I had to put on. I thought that was a... Ge- I, I realize now when I look back, it was a gender role in some ways in the way in which I have to adopt a certain look right now to be in my
1: current gender role. It's what you seem to be, you know, I discussed this with out before the show. You, you're not... When I think of, of, of transgenders and, and what we see on TV and... For example, that young lady that has a show on the Learning Channel, uh, what's her name? Oh. Jazz Jennings. Jazz yeah, Jennings. Yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Somebody that from day one, it was clear there was no ambiguity. <laughs> you survived your childhood right. as, a, as a boy in a way that I don't know that Jazz Jennings could have. And I hear a lot of uh, a transgender point. people saying they're just, they look at them and they're horrified. They cannot spend a day in this male body. You spent 30 years in a male body. Fifty. Fifty years in a male body, and correct me if I'm wrong, you functioned okay, or, or maybe you didn't, but if it seems like you're not, it seems like there might be a continuum of, of levels of dysphoria. Oh, absolutely,
8: absolutely. In fact, there's like sort of a whole group of us that have transition transitioned much later in life, um, you know, where we've gone through and we've all like raised, like had lives, where we raised children and we had families and... Built a career, and uh, but then we started to realize that we were living a life that was, and we were living a life that really wasn't what we wanted, and it's very easy to fall into that because our gender roles are, you know, are programmed for us. I mean, it, and it's hard for me to even explain it, being on the other side now, having seeing what I see. I could see somebody living a particular path only because. That gender role has been laid out for them without them actually thinking about what they really want to do. And
4: like, what age do you think someone can either realize or make that decision? I
8: think anytime.
4: So if like a, if it's like a four-year-old who has been a boy and then he's like, I feel like I'm a girl, would you start? addressing him as her, like, how would you... I think as I, soon
2: I, as I, I, children are young enough to understand that they ha- have...
0: Having know, friends... Let the actual transgender person answer. I I, okay, I, 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 nobody cares what your opinion is it's on
2: not I it. Care. My, I It's care. not my <laughs> okay. opinion. I have friends who have kids who are trans, I and... When they're as soon as they're older,
4: come on the podcast. We could discuss it with them. Uh, Well,
2: (laughs) they're they're not. um, Well, Nick, they can only speak for
8: Nikki's experience, of course. But I think that that question actually presumes that there's something wrong with being trans, or being wrong with a specific gender role, and so to allow them to so go go to the dark side, go to the other other gender, there's something inherently wrong with that and like so should we allow them? Mm-hmm. I think no, that they should adopt whatever gender role they naturally gravitate to. And I think as time goes on and we as a society continue to just grow and develop, evolve perhaps, right? Um, that we that clear cut gender roles will actually start to go away.
5: Hmm.
8: In the same way in which, you know, clear cut Racial distinctions will start to go away, you know. Um,
0: I don't think so, but anyway, that's the, yeah. you, with regard to racial know, or with no, regard no, to with, gender. With, with, with gender. Hope, hopefully, racial will go away as we intermarry and intermix. But, but I think that there is a place
8: for for gender for understanding where the polar sides of gender are, right?
2: The social construct, though. absolutely
8: uh, 100%. Uh, and, and I'm agree, it's I not agree a with social that. construct.
5: It's a social I, construct, I think there's some
8: physical physical sure, of reasons, course. right? And I think that there are some actual biological reasons that say males do this, women, females do this. But
0: Can I, I tell about Periel? This is one thing that bothers, bothers me. One yeah.
2: thing? We could be here all night no, Really, really, whole- And, and,
0: and, and, and by, by distraction, it bothers me about a lot of people. Yeah, maybe, it's a, maybe it's, a, it's a social construct. I don't know. But I just won't just repeat it because I heard it on NPR. You know, I mean I have Are you I, saying that I'm doing that? I'm saying that that all of us have lived and have kids and expe- and lived in in our particular uh, bodies and gender. And we certainly have some intuition that some of what makes my kid want to be my son want to be a superhero and my daughter have no interest in being a superhero. Some of what makes my kid running around fighting and doing judo and my daughter's saying, Manny, I don't... Um, right. Is is not just a social construct. And by the way, if it's a social construct, then then why is it then when we see a young boy acting female, why do we assume that it's inborn? Well, do you want me to really answer that? Okay, like, do what you what I'm saying actually like, want me say, to answer they, that? Let me, let me just spin it out. Because this is, so if you see an adult... They'll say, no, the reason she's acting like a total woman or, you know, cliche woman is because she's been socialized that way. Fair enough. Then, how come when we see a four year old boy acting like a, a little girl, we say, stop everything, we have a transgender here? We so don't obviously, they say weren't that. socialized to behave then what does a social construct mean? A social mm.
2: construct means that there are certain things that are known as traditionally male that aren't necessarily male. They don't have to be male
0: roles. Male chew tobacco. Males on the exactly. farm, they chew tobacco. Exactly. They, oh, if you want t- to talk, there are some things, there yes. There are a but lot that's... of things. Well, well what, are t- what are you referring to? Give me some details.
2: I'm, I'm st- I'm, first of all, I'm trying to. And second of all, Nikki started to. I mean, there are a lot of things. Like... If your daughter suddenly wanted to be a superhero, that doesn't mean that she's transgender. No, but he's saying so I can't. Thank you.
8: (laughs) No, so um, all right, so I can go actually talk really about like really where my experience has been in terms of like looking at that as a as an issue because I had to you know, there's a large part of being of the transgender community which is like the, like the cross-dressers and such, and Not that's really, it's a fetish versus an internal identity. And that's something that, um, uh, you know, the, some of the, um, let's say the, the cross-dressers, the CD community, they do it just for the sexual stimulation, right? They wear the nylons because of the sexual stimulation. They wear the,
0: the footwear. It never really... It internalizes. Can, can, can I just say? I think it's because yeah. they
8: feel that like they're doing something wrong.
0: This is the thing about the, the social construct thing that doesn't—that I can't wrap my mind around. I'm not saying it's not a social construct. I'm, I'm saying I don't know. If, I I don't understand what anybody means when they say it. because here is Nikki becoming a woman, and and now adopting blossoming. Me, what's that? Blossoming blossoming and now and now adopting a, a butterfly. many of these female uh, these, these feminine uh, characteristics but if it's a social construct why can't she become a woman and still be every bit as manly as she was before like she wh- can. Wh- right? but 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 that's not the way it seems to work because what i what it seems to be more likely is that whatever is going on with her wiring of her brain she is actually becoming a woman. Is that a, a feeling like a woman, and all those social constructs are coming naturally to her, not because of social constructs, okay? Because they're natural to being a woman.
8: Well, okay. Now that's also what I was talking about. Like part of it is is, is biological, right? There, there is a jungle that is biological. I, 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 there, there's two elements to it, right? It doesn't exist totally in a vacuum. So, um, you know, there, there's there's uh, physicality. There's Choices of speech. There's having to smile all the time. There's crying like a
0: bitch. Are you Mm. crying more now? Uh, Yes, like. Well, I do too, so don't worry about (laughs) it. And I like it it in the ass, so (laughs) we may have to talk. (laughs) I think my shoes will fit.
8: (laughs) (laughs) No, so um, in 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 terms in terms of my biology, in terms of my biology, I mean, part of that is. Um, part of that is like the uh, the estrogen, you know, the, the things that I'm taking to physically change me. Um, it, ch- it changes the way you're
2: thinking,
0: right? Oh yeah, the it, it changes my wiring. It this releases- is this is my yeah. point. Then that's not a social construct. That's biology. They're not mutually exclusive. Well, they're not. They're, I'm not saying they're mutually exclusive, but all the the important part is in the biology. The, the, the things I mean you can't no, like, because
8: a lot Another part of it Is like mannerisms Right Like I don't like Necessarily have to Always sound like A chula from LeBron's Like hey But I choose That's something I choose Because that's a
0: social construct Yes that may be a, a social construct yeah. Right I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that yeah, But
8: like the emotional Aspect of it uh, uh, my, The changes in my emotion The changing in
0: um, Listen I, I gotta tell you something I'm not saying That nothing is social Nothing is socialized And that, that everything Is nature but when somebody says gender is a social construct, the 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 no. subtext—hold on—the subtext of that statement, which I hear over and over, is not that social construct is just one aspect of gender. Okay, but it's it is a definitive statement. Gender is a social construct, meaning biology is not, is not, what, is not here. Of no, course, I, that's what it means. I that's think, plain
8: English. No, but I think you actually have to change that phrase. I think the phrase is wrong. When people say gender is a social construct, I think that that's wrong. Yes. I agree with you that's wrong. But gender roles are definitely
0: a social construct. Gender roles have a, have a social component to them. That's right. And that's where if people, people are missaying the statement. On the other hand, every animal in the animal kingdom has mm. roles for the female and male of its species Ooh, yeah. and it's outlandish to think that humans no, don't as well. There are
8: many animals that switch sexes. There's, there's frogs that, that switch sexes on a dime. They there's may switch sexes. They do it all
1: the time. But
0: they, but they, they are...
1: They well, if they are, are it. switching, it's not because of the frog community.
0: <laughs> there are... The green,
8: waving it, the green flag. That's
1: biological. The switching is
0: biological, in other words. Yes, it's all biological. Yeah, Look, you're right. There, it, 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 it defies logic to think that the member of the species which has to give birth and then feed the child for the first five years of its life, you know, or four years of its life, whatever it was in nature, that that didn't also come with... A whole bouquet of instincts and habits, sure. which were designed that the male of the species might have gotten a different bouquet of things because he had to go out and whatever it is, 100 percent, right. And and these and these uh, differences in nature, the things that you're feeling taking estrogen, translate in certain ways that, that we that we can't predict. But this is this is way I wanted to have a personal conversation here and <laughs> dragged into this into this PC. Uh, This is where it goes This is where these conversations always go It's so And and I find it kind of uninteresting So This is what I want to ask
1: You were You were Hey Hey. Steve that's outside (laughs) Steve That just uh, just, You
0: (laughs) were um, He's cute No let him stay uh, Oh my god Superman You were uh, You were kind of at rock bottom When (laughs) this all hit Yeah, in in many ways. Yeah, and um, both in your relationship with me at work and I don't know what I can and can't say. We can always cut it out. But but, uh, your home life and struggling and feeling um, inadequate in in terms of having trouble uh, supporting your family the way you would like to Mm -hmm. and holding your head up high in a sense. And at that same time is when you seem to find this gender dysphoria um, an overwhelming urge. You know
8: what, that's very clear. I never actually put those two together, those two times, that that particular timing. So so let
0: me just finish. And I privately have worried and wondered whether there's some relationship, whether this is somehow correlates to some sort of uh, breakdown. I don't know what the word is, but just like a, a, a collapse of all, you know, it, it just all came down on you and you collapsed in a certain way and then went to this because it was always there and it makes you happy and trying to regain yourself in some ways. Any, I, I have no idea if that's true. You know, it's something i, I privately probably worried about. You know, that's
8: an amazingly insightful statement and I've, this is my first time putting that together. I've, you're right. There was a time when, and I look back on it as being like the cauldron and I think I started to have to shed a lot. I, I think about it in terms of like just shedding a lot of things, right? Like getting rid of excess baggage and trying to figure out like what's really, really important, right? And um, I, I, I do think it's actually it's curious that this started to happen at the same time. I actually think that that might have forced me. I mean, it took me a long time to get to that point, right? We were talking about like where I was in the crucible. And this might have it might have been a trigger but I don't think it was the reason that I started to transition I thought it was I think it's it, it, what happened is I got to that point where I had to make some sort of deep deep revelation about myself come to an epiphany and that epiphany was like oh, wait a second I am going down a very curious I'm going down a road a- a that I shouldn't Gon have has been-
1: to leave to do a set oh okay. no, 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 okay. no 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 he no. has to do a set I he's go, working go go oh, go make some
8: money go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Not, not a lot, not but, but, but uh, some... <laughs> go kill him. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a handsome Make, boy. Uh, go ahead, Nikki. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, now on the... Uh, I, I will say that coming out of it, this has been re- really amazing at how much my life has changed for the positive since I've done this, right, since I've gone down this path. How many doors have opened up, how many, um, you know... And I'm always thinking in terms of business because that's what I do. Um, I've been lining up, you know, new clients. I've been opening, like right now with the whole, especially for for this month, one of the reasons I wanted to come on because it coincides with World Pride, you know, June Pride here in New York. I'm inundated with work um, and acceptance. So combination of a lot of, Personal acceptance from everybody that I've revealed this to, from this whole community, from you and your family, and the entire uh, comedy cellar, Village Underground, Black Fuzzy community, from at work—it's—and from my clients—it's been um, unbelievable at uh, uh, how easy it was. So, so so it's the easy path for me to go down. And I and I think I've had I am way more successful now than I've ever been in terms of what I'm doing.
0: So if you had moved up the if you had continued to move up the ladder in Guitar Center and now you were uh, you went from GM of the store to uh, you know one of the district managers, whatever it is. Is am I correct in saying that you might you might never have tra- you might still be just Michael Greer? No, I think I actually would have. Because you, you would have. Yeah, because you know, curiously, I think
8: There was a a moment. I remember this moment. So I'm I'm on a. It wasn't with it wasn't with Guitar Center. It was when I was working for another company, music brands. I was acting as a uh, product specialist. We were traveling around, and I was with with a whole group of guys, and they were all heavy set, middle aged. And I remember I was in a hotel room, conference room in Rhode Island and I looked around and I was like I don't want to be any of you and after it's like hey let's all go have a drink let's go eat and I'm like no and I remember specifically that moment I didn't have any workout clothes or anything I went right to the gym right after the and I started working out and I put myself on a weight loss program and I started looking at my physical and that actually was the lead in to as my body started to reveal itself I started to realize more and more how much I was adopting a more feminine physique and, and different things were changing inside me as well but that moment I was surrounded by a bunch of men that I'd known for years that came actually out of that rock and roll community and I, and I know that specific moment sitting in the hotel room going I don't want to look or be any of you
0: all right, but uh, okay. So, and that that would have happened if I was working for Guitar Center. Well, the, that would happen, but would what would you have actually see? But when you were when you were at the, that the low point that I described, mm-hmm. it gave you a certain freedom in my mind sure. to do this that I don't know if you would have had if it would have meant disrupting uh, a a a professional life with all the things that were depending on it, all the bills, all the rent. You know. You know Freedom's uh, uh, freedom's just another word for nothing left to right. lose. Right, hey, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Exactly. I got nothing
8: to lose, honey. You yeah. <laughs> can go anywhere. But, but I, I want
0: to. So, but I want to bring. And again, if, I can I can cut it out if you want. But you said something to me which which actually troubled me. It didn't trouble me, but it was I, it was whatever it was. I asked you when you saw your dick. When you saw, when you when you see your penis now, do you want it gone? Yes. You said yes. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? What you, you didn't used to feel that way.
8: Um no I, I think probably about 4 years ago is
0: when I started to be really annoyed with it. You were already decided by that point that you were going to transition. Well no that's why I think what came first? The the rejection the, of your of your no, the way you came, looked that came afterwards.
8: I I think the the wanting to get rid of the penis came afterwards. Um I think I started to want to transition because I wanted to, I've always worshipped the female form, I always thought that I should have had a female form, like this I know from having been a dancer, I've never happy with the way I looked, um, when you know, when I looked myself in the mirror, as a dancer, Right, you're very exposed physically, never happy with it, uh, and then when I started to actually really work myself in a specific way that re- didn't have a lot of bulk, trying to reduce the bulk up top and... Waste, I started to develop a body image that I preferred, and then I started to be really irritated with my penis for a couple of reasons. Not one of which is because it—it's a horrible look. At least I, I think. If it were for me, a little bit
0: bigger, you might not be so sad about you it.
5: You right? know what, honey? It is. Let me tell <laughs> can, you. Can okay. we all agree? On, I got to tell you something about.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm gonna tell you something about this about my community.
8: there was an enormous number of boys, straight men. That really do enjoy the fact that I still have a fully functioning
1: stick shift. Yes, oh, you indeed. call them straight.
0: I call them <laughs> whatever they are. <laughs> that, that is, there, there, there are men that
1: like that. Um, mm-hmm. We can all agree, I think. I think most of us can agree that the penis is ridiculous looking. Yes, uh, and that a female b- body is 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 more pleasing uh, aesthetically. Right, Venus on the half shot um, I, I think everybody's in accord. Uh, even even, yeah, even most not- men uh, obviously from that to wanting your penis gone is a big 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 difference but well, but, but but I agree with you penis is is a bizarre looking it's thing.
8: a weird absolutely weird looking thing the other thing that the reason why I would like it gone is because it it, it was not as much anymore but it was always really annoying in wanting to like make its presence known and I think you can't appreciate that until you don't have one, or until it's, it's not doing that anymore. So, 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 Michael, living a tucked life with estrogen makes me go, oh my god, thank God. That's like I don't wake up with a Woody. It's Like every other thought is not about,
1: like, you know. Yeah. Well, and, 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 that, that can be annoying. It's an idiots. Uh, it's a, it you really know, is. An Eddie Murphy thing. had a joke about, uh, you know, he couldn't uh, go to the blackboard. Uh, because he was in an aroused state, right? And so, he said, "I'll take the zero. <laughs> so, so Nikki, um, and then I want to uh,
0: also about the, the the hormone stuff you're doing, and, and then about your family. But wh- so, wh- wh- where do you come down on, on what is gender dysphoria? Is it like you know? I I understand. I I can understand. Being gay, it's like they're just like I am, except the object of their attraction is the same sex. So it's it's like it's just a it's just a one for one switch out. But what what you're describing or what I see is is something I can identify with, where where I'm I'm told that there's a perfectly natural and normal uh, type of human that would mutilate themselves you know that, that looks in the mirror and, and wants to see and I know people who uh, removed their breasts and, and, and all these things and um, and this is where it gets tricky to talk about because you know this but the listeners might know like I want everybody ought to want anybody to be happy right Yeah. and the uh, the uh, whatever the word is, the, the origin of this and how you would classify it it it's nothing to do with how you think somebody should be treated or how what they you know it, it, to me to me there's one of them to do with the other but i wonder if if you are confident that this is perfectly normal in the way that being gay is normal or do you have, do you have any fear that this is this is somehow a a a PTSD from a traumatic thing like what, what how do how do you see it
8: no okay, so
0: I mean, for me personally or in general, like and I so said, like for, you, his, for you specifically because you don't have this pattern of this like like a, a young boy who was clearly from from birth, you know, uh, uh, in, adopting effeminate feminine role, which just seemed to be in the wrong body, you know
8: um I, I, again, I think it's because I did repress it. I always felt very slight, right? Um, but you know your 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 question about
0: uh, um. I mean it is it is it is quite a lot to say that that there are people who are born who want to mutilate themselves you know want, want would like to see their But I don't cut, I think the I, things it, that the things that make them look like a particular sex want to see them cut off. But I think upsetting, that upsetting, would be upsetting for But I opinion. think
2: that a lot of trans people would say that they don't see it like that, that they feel like they've been born into the wrong body. And that's what I understood you saying as well, yeah. Mickey, that you said even from a very young age, you, maybe, when you talk about jazz, like, she had references. Right. Like the, it, you, it was, you don't uh, see, like, you didn't see that 50 years ago. Uh, there, uh, there was no way... It to, didn't exist.
8: It wasn't a possibility. So, I... You know, I, I I, some in some aspects of my life, I was able to repress the um, that tendency, right? That that aspect of my personality. Um, In other ways, I didn't. You know, I fell
0: right into being a dancer. I was always
5: (laughs) playing even 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 that
0: choice uh, might be um, might be an indication. That you were drawn to that world. Where yeah, I've always been very artistic. I've always. Well, men, artistic men are very people, but, flamboyant in that world, right, and, right, right, and right. Uh, not much judgmental about not not much judgment going on about sexuality and stuff like that.
8: I, I, 100. I, I always felt in terms of like dancing, um, there's something very fluid about it that lends itself to being feminine, you know, and I would enjoy those. Uh, those
0: dancing roles, right? Those performance roles. So t- so we got to wrap it up. And, and I want to make clear to everybody that you're not allowed to talk about these things. Sure, some of the questions I'm asking, um, you know, you're, you're not supposed to ask these questions. I think you should. I well, think this is a healthy, healthy discussion. Of course you, of course you should be able to because... They're not born out of any kind of bigotry. They're they're born out of... We have no frame of reference. Yeah, well, yeah, someone who wants to understand and also someone who doesn't want to just parrot something. I mean, you know, you and I are about the same age. I mean, how many things were we fed, scientific right. things, uh, uh, sexuality things, you know, in, in the that 80s... That is bad, anything. That, that they all turned out to be untrue and the opposite, right. you, know, you know, so it's like I, Dr. I want... to Spock. <laughs> I, I, I was like, you know, whatever you want to tell me about what the, whatever this is or whatever, just you, you know explain it to me and and don't get mad at me for asking because I wasn't born understanding this it's it's, it's one of the I mean it's, it's a quite difficult thing to understand because like I said I can identify with a gay guy because I know what it's like to be attracted to somebody and I, so you I, know what yeah. that's curious now
8: at, at this day and well, age right, you can identify with that if you back up maybe a you know, hundred years ago that might have been a very different story because it wasn't as
0: you know, but
1: he's saying he knows what it's like to be attracted to somebody. Yeah. So, so, you know, the, the thing is, is when, when when trans people talk about, I feel like a a man, or I feel like a woman. Um, you know, I we it's hard for cis people uh, to know what that is because I don't know what it's like to feel like a guy. I just feel like me. Exactly. And I don't perceive it as feeling like a guy. I don't perceive it that way. Exactly. You're naturally... uh, I just feel like Dan Natterman, whatever that might be. Correct. uh, It's uh, all man, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I see it. And I also, again, don't like baseball. (laughs) They are not mutually exclusive. Tell us...
0: um, uh, Can we talk about your family? Sure. All right. Your family... You you have not come out to your family yet? No.
2: Well, hopefully they won't listen to this episode. (laughs) I don't think they would. (laughs) (laughs) But...
8: I, I the, 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 the only reason I'm is because there's a reason why I actually start. I, you know if I go back there's many things where I would have changed starting all the way back to 2009. I might have advanced this entire thing up a lot earlier. Um, but I've been sandbagging specifically to this year because of certain timings within the family that make it correct. And you're gonna tell them
0: imminently uh, yes, imminent imminently. Are you, are you nervous about it? No. Are you going to present as a woman when you tell them, or are you going to? Because you still you still dress as a dude sometimes.
8: Yeah, I, I I will be more male presenting when I do, you know, because it's shocking. for my feeling is that if I were to just come out full force, it becomes very egocentric, uh, you know, and it becomes more about me. I, you, I always have to consider. What about your your?
0: Do you feel that in some way? Do you feel some guilt in some way that this prevented your wife? From having the happy relationship that you would have wanted her to have if you had known, no, it, could, it couldn't have. It couldn't have I, been I, good n- for the marriage if you having these kind of feelings. No, uh, because of uh, of something that I, I really should keep private,
8: uh, um, or a history that I should keep private. I am super confident that this happened. This decision to start transitioning happened well after. Other issues in the marriage made themselves
0: apparent. And okay, and, and and um and you, you and you so think they're, they're you, 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 you think I, I know your daughter. Uh, you, you, I think she'll be fine with it. You. you think she'll be fine with it? I think she'll be ecstatic. She'll want
8: to go shopping with me. She Do she you, loves to go shopping with me. You feel that I you take you, it to Rainbow and like the whenever I go to Rainbow up on like 138th yeah. Street in the Bronx, I was like, How old is your daughter?"
2: And I'm
8: like, <laughs> have the film, okay, kisses, babe." But you, you, uh, but your wife
0: is not going to be about This This is not going to go down easy.
8: No, it won't. No. But uh, you know, part of like being going through the cauldron is realizing really what is important, and sometimes you have to say. Well, but you're separated. I'll from talk me. to her if it would help. You're But and your wife <laughs> are already separated, are you not? Or? Uh, we are living very much separate lives due to some couple of circumstances. In all effects, yes, we are
1: separated. But like, not, we're not divorced yet. Do, do you still feel any uh, that 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 any in any way, shape, or form? Male, because I've spoken to trans people that still say they feel, on some level, they wouldn't even necessarily say that they're a hundred percent one or the other. They're they're binary gender fluid. How, how, okay. However you like it. No, I
8: sometimes do feel myself start, slip. I think through habit into certain roles, but but I like I'm cognizant when it's happening, and I do know know that sometimes like I'm I'm more male presenting. I mean it's.
1: I'll uh, tell you what, uh, I saw you, maybe it was two years ago, maybe it was three years ago, Noam had a barbecue. You <laughs> grilled the best burger you. that I've ever tasted. Now, if that's not a male characteristic, uh, uh, to grill a burger,
8: uh, it's so certainly
1: stereotypically male characteristic. Yes, and I will still take pride in although
8: now I tend more towards softer dishes with
0: sauces. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, a social of, construct right uh, A lot of <laughs> kale. <laughs>
1: If 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 I well I, if, if no invites me to a barbecue, my first question is, is 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 Nikki coming? Is Nikki coming? Well, it would have been is Michael coming? But now is is Nikki it, it coming? It always
0: was. <laughs> so tell us, this is very interesting. So you have a whole uh, natural regimen which has allowed you to increase mm-hmm. your estrogen. Yep. And decrease your testosterone. Yep. Uh, without having to get prescription drugs. Correct. Uh, tell us a little bit about that.
8: Okay. Well, for the listening audience, it, it's actually. A lot of people think that it can't be done, but it
0: actually can be. Oh, I'm looking at your titties, so I, clearly, clearly something. <laughs> and
8: it, this is uh, about, at this point, uh, seven, eight months. Those are, those
0: are, you're at Asian level.
8: Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> technically they're B cups, 34 Bs. Um, so uh, to suppress the testosterone, I use licorice root. I use spearmint or <laughs> dance, peppermint, peppermint oil and raishi red mushroom. And then for... And how'd you learn about this? Oh, a m- some, massive some amount you can old Asian of... dude in Chinatown. <laughs> what a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, uh, I a lot of research, oh, tons okay. of research. And then, you know, s- some of it anecdotal. I really didn't, you know, you, anything, Trial you can find anything on the... Yeah, right, on the internet. But then um, there's slow... I mean, there's not a lot of clinical basis for this. I mean, there's two things that, at work why they t- tend... It can be difficult to make... Uh, holistic methods work One of them is being Not a lot of research The other one being Is that like When it says It's a particular supplement May not actually be there How do you, how do you get The estrogen up? Up uh, uh, Soy Tons of Like thousands Of like no of soy no. Just, just, just down edamame? No uh, Well uh, supplements I take like Three oh. different soy supplements A day um, Soy uh, uh, Flaxseed oil And uh, Fenugreek and fenugreek specifically helps with uh, developing the mammary production. So part of it's like to redistribute the fat. Other parts of it to go specifically target the the
0: receptors now, that stimulate. You, do you have health insurance? No. If you had health insurance, with this could you could you get oh, I, the could you get the, the stronger stuff? No, I could get it too. I, I mean, I could
8: uh, I I could but. Here's the thing, like, there's. Like, I'm a little bit older, right? So I'm a little bit concerned, especially after all the drinking I've been doing over these years, like the effect that um, the spironolactone, yeah, spironolactone will have on the liver, you know, in terms of hair growth or finasteride or any of these other drugs that typically they use to uh, as testosterone blockers. And then, you know, estrogen does other weird things to you as well if you're doing it too fast. I mean, I, to be honest, very comfortable with with the pace at which I'm doing it. Like, um, I, but what? But what's the end game? Is to have reconstructive surgery? Yeah, I mean, if I can, if ultimately, I get to be that way. Absolutely, isn't it's not that, is not the end game. Is
0: that covered by
8: multiple health insurance? I can get health insurance. But uh, is I, I is that surgery covered by? Will they cover? Uh, it's really carrier by carrier. I will say that the, um, that there's a lot more carriers now that, that we'll will carry. offer that. That's good. Uh, yeah, but uh, for the listening audience, you should definitely check in with your service provider uh, as to whether or not it is covered. But a lot of them do now. And, and if you're in New York City, absolutely go see uh, uh, was it Cal, uh,
0: um, Callum Lord. Why am I saying that wrong? Know, but, but listen, Nikki, this is what I'm getting at. I, what I don't what I understand is too harsh. Um, you're, you're six of one... Half dozen of the other right now mm-hmm. you you're, you're a woman but when you get undressed you're taken for a male and the only and it, and it seems to me I'm, I'm trying to um, imagine myself in your high heels <laughs> that that the only way I would be happy is to be one or the other at this point like in other words that, that until I had the reconstructive surgery I would feel like I would just be it would get me down it's, it's, it's we're not getting any younger
8: right uh, like right I said I've just turned 51 I, statistically I have 25 more years left to live in this world And no no I'm women live good. longer
5: uh, hey <laughs> hey <laughs> go ahead uh, I'm hedging my bet now <laughs>
8: <laughs> uh, um no it's a bummer like uh, listen it, you know in, in life we all want lots of things that we can't have necessarily right now you know delayed gratification if I have to deal with this for a little bit longer at least I can mitigate its um you know its effect and it's not all about the penis you know penis I can get rid of I can work around it I have a pretty good tuck system now um I have, Did, didn't
0: you didn't you pierce your own penis? Tony no, did no, no, that no 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 no, no, no. Uh, your uh, oh, that, tr-
8: I, yeah that's right he did didn't he I Tony about that. his own penis yeah no that's crazy yeah uh, but
0: I uh, and I had a belly button ring for a while belly uh, button ring Then you did that yourself
8: no that one I, I paid for a, it, but yeah. I did my I did my earrings myself
0: alright so Perry oh, yeah. we're gonna wrap it up I guess um, God forbid we said anything that we, we we shouldn't have said I don't think so um, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I'm always. I'm gonna have to cut some of out because I'm always there. Is when she when she starts throwing up these. Uh, oh, for the these,
2: love of God! These
0: cliches. They're me, not cliches. Oh, they're totally cliches. They're you for, not. Thank you I for representing. A, you. Happy the, Pride, it's baby. more yes, Happy
2: Pride. They're not cliches, and you don't even really want to listen because
0: they are cliches. They're not, and, and that clichés. doesn't mean they're not true. It's oh, just,
2: okay. No well. cliches.
0: You know the, the the grass is always green on this side, but I'm saying. Uh, an apple a day no. cl- cl- I just want to cl- say something C- cliches can be true but the, but they are not can I not say something I, I, can't, I don't know how to explain it it's like you just want to be I, annoyed no, with no, me no, I'm going to explain
5: it I'm going to explain Wait, it now No, can I just no, 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 say something me, no, no no no
0: let me finish then you can explain something. I'm gonna, cause it because it just clarified in my head why I react that way some of these cliches like gender is a social construct these have come into being as a way to circle the wagons Around points not being able to be discussed. Right. In other words, you're, you're having a good conversation about gender. Gender is a social construct, and the next thing is, don't you know that gender? And the next thing is, you're a bigot. This we've seen this time and time and time and time and time and time again on Twitter, e- everywhere you turn. Yeah,
5: but I, and, I, and that's I, why I'm saying, and that's not what I'm doing. I, so I react
0: negatively to these Toward things me. because when we're talking, when we're having a good, healthy conversation about the details of it. We don't need to bring in those those sayings, which are really just a way of shutting down the learning process of you telling me about what it's like. You would anytime. be annoyed what I, what with me if I said no,
8: anything. No, no, no. Wait a I do. I, I think I do understand what he, what he's no, saying. No, I is do that, too. But that, 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 that dropping that terminology but right in. I don't think in, it's a I'm hammer. doing that. Yeah, yeah. It slows down the slows down the, the learning, even, uh, unintentionally, is, is from his point of view on this particular, at least on this particular topic. However, I, I do agree that if I we tell- get lost in the, in the vernacular, then we, 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 we sometimes miss the true meaning.
0: We had a woman walk off the show one time because um, she, uh, she said that, you know, rape is not about sex, it's about power. And I said, I'm so stupid, I said, well, you know, I, I, we hear that all the time. I know that. I said, but how do we know that? Because when... But because I was like, how do we know? Because because, because I know, like when somebody robs somebody, we don't say it's not about money; it's about power. In other words, it's the it's the only it's the only um, taking of something that somebody desires, and we all know what it's like to you know uh, to to um, filled with lust, or whatever it is, or to be filled with greed for money or whatever it is. So you so you you so you so if you disregard a very
8: male construct right but
0: but if if you disregard someone's humanity in the same way you would to put them in a concentration camp or whatever it is right um, and you say I just want to fuck her so I'm going to rape her is how do we? I mean, I'm not saying. And she walked off. I'm like, I'm not saying it's not about power. I'm saying, how do you know that? Has anybody asked? Other than the statistical, like. Well, and, <laughs> and since then, I found out that a lot of people actually dispute this notion that it, sometimes it's about power, sometimes, sometimes it's about, about sex, sex, sometimes sometimes it's a mixture of the two. But when I said to her, well, you know, there's so many other crimes where somebody takes some, violates somebody. And people don't say, "Well, that was just about the power." He didn't really want the money. He didn't really want. Um, so again, so like I'm just so so I'm making a, like I'm thinking about it through my own mind, and I'm I'm asking for clarification. And the way to end that is, no, rape is about power. Now I'm out of here. Okay, and that's the I, kind of I, thing. And doesn't I mean now? that rape is not about power. It's just like, can we just can we just discuss it? Of course you can. Well, now can we I say something? We can't if somebody at the table no, decrees th- that I'm right. This is what it is. Not because I not because, mean- I not because I not because I demonstrated or show you the, the evidence well, that's I what think it is. That I it's am because I, I heard it and now I'm repeating okay, it. And listen. you need to shut up because you're you're some cisgender bigot. You know,
2: uh, <laughs> you know what? I <laughs> that, never that said a, that. No, but that is the no, no, subtext. No, 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 no. I
0: never said that. Yes, you didn't say it, but that is what it. I mean, if you're projecting that. Because that's not what I was... Very in- few people have ever said to somebody, it's just a social... Con- gender is just a social construct when they were other doing anything other than trying to stop that person from having any uh, illegal thoughts. That's what that is. <laughs> just stop what you're... T- forget that whole... We I don't already care, know. I don't We've care what kind of decision. logic facts... Mm-hmm. I, don't I care think... What it- it- for, for me... This I- is what it is. I'm telling you, and I ought to know. So that's it. Next case.
2: I think that there's something that adults... And maybe cis straight adults find really confusing about being trans or being non-binary yeah, I, or being... That's what I want
5: to ask him about. Her, her. Her about it, yeah. And, and that's fine. <laughs> all good.
2: And that's fine. Yep. But I think when I say gender is a social construct, what I'm trying to articulate is that I think that a lot of that stuff is stuff that we've been taught. My five-year-old had a teacher in preschool who was trans, and when they explained to the kids when they were three that he used to be a girl, the entire class was like, "Oh, okay, okay, yeah." And that was it.
8: Where's the crayons, it's Pete Davidson? Okay, <laughs> well, I'm not um, sure what your we, point is, we, but we, we, uh, I'm, ha- I'm happy well, that I, you know what. And I, 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 I do think that the that.
1: What do you the term it? should be gender roles. Wait, did we discuss Geraldo tonight? It feels like five days ago. Yeah, we we, we got to wrap it up. <laughs> okay. well, just, maybe we should have had uh, Nikki on for her own episode and Geraldo. That was, was the plan, but she, uh, she, Periel, when she sent me the
0: calendar, she left this date off with a guest. She sent me the dates yes, before I and did. after it. So I said, oh, we have nobody that day, and I Yeah, asked. we talked about it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, wow. Well, she sent me.
1: She, she sent me a itinerary of the but month, and it's blank. It,
2: but we could have. Yes, that that's true. But yeah, we could have like it. It like an seven. oddly
1: put together show. To <laughs> Dan, we can't get out of this without
0: Dan, you know, putting it down in some way. But I, I think it's fine. We, we, we can cut it up. Um, well, I certainly thank you for having me on. Uh, is there anything else that you want to say? This is very emotional, obviously. got emotional. More, at least as emotional for you as it is for me. I don't know. Uh, um. I
8: just really want to reiterate, and how much love I have felt from everybody in this family. Your everybody family. Everybody loves you.
5: Um,
8: and how unexpected! I will tell you that probably the most unexpected, um, show of support was from Sean, the bouncer around the corner. Or, uh, Those of you who probably have not met him, not at this table, but big, older African-American gentleman, tough bouncer, seriously. And then for the first time about, I don't know, six, eight months ago when I came around, he goes, hey, you got to sit down. I want to tell you something. I support you. I think what you did got guts. Whatever, I got your back. I completely support what you're doing. I hope you're happy. I swear to God, I started crying on the spot. The last person in the world I would have thought. Somebody like big, full of, you know, testosterone and whatnot. But he just made me feel so welcome. And he's, and he's to this day, he is more... Uh, a, a militant about making sure that people don't misgender me that they calls me by my chosen name it's uh, it's it's well, really lovely
1: let the are guy you, Brownham be advised that this is a <laughs> open welcoming place for all are you gonna yeah. go
0: with Nikki? is thats is that it is that your? yeah I'm kinda there
8: like you know the, the, my biggest problem is that like my old okay now the capitalist in me is, uh, my old name I had 50 years invested in it, making money. Yeah, and so M- it's Mickey,
0: Mickey with an M. Well, that's it's such of... a better idea because first of all, it would be so much easier for people like me because it used to used to go by Mickey sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, the name is Mickey.
1: Mickey to me is not a woman's name. It's a mouse. Or a guy, <laughs> All right,
0: but there are Mickeys that are that are girls, and um, and then Nikki. I think there's
1: something a little bit more sexy
0: Who's a Mickey about. Mickey? What about
2: Michaela? No,
0: wait. oh, that's like so obvious. I mean, but, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah. then Nikki, Nikki can be your stage name because you know this—the last name is involved here. Jax like you don't want to be a Greer anymore. Uh, you know what? That's a so. I mean, there's
8: a whole other wealth of discussion right there, but. I mean I
0: don't want to give up the name. Why would, why would you want to? Ooh, that's that's who that's your family. You, not, yeah. you don't have family dysphoria. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there I there? I'm it's like why depends which part. So, you, so so I mean Jax you had to be Jax because I was a stage name but why can't you be Nikki I, Greer or Mickey Greer? You know, I guess I, I could. It, it's still it's something I can choose later on. In a certain way the Jax bothers me more than the Nikki. Really? Because what, it seems like a show name. Yeah, it because a, well, it, yeah, it, uh, there's like a total. It's like a persona. It's not. It's not. You're a
8: Greer. You can't change that. Well, you you, you know you're right. Like I and, and even I. Uh, that was part of my metamorphosis, and I kind of feel like almost going back to it. Right, going. Back Greer's to my a original good first
2: time. name too. Well,
8: Greer, 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 Greer Garson. Yeah. Greer, um, I, I don't know. I'm still sort of in flux about this. No, it's no, actually something that I'm currently.
0: Uh, in transition of my transition. Whatever. No, I so like know. to ask you. Gonna, you know. Whatever you choose,
1: I know I'll mess it up. <laughs> what what okay. female? Can you name one female Mickey? Because I can't. Uh, I mean, no, I'm trying to sell you on Mickey. Okay. I can't name a single one. Mickey. A female uh, I Mickey. I can't. I can't. Uh,
8: I'll, I'll look. There's gotta up. be one out there somewhere. Of course there are. Is Mickey it? Hale?
1: No. Uh, Mickey. M- Mickey is Mickey, a man's Mickey, name. Mickey Hart? Period. No. Uh, that th- there might be a-, a female Mickey out there somewhere if you look hard enough maybe that doesn't make it a female Tony name Tony Basils that song was Mickey she was singing about a guy how do you know because you know you're right <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> well, on and babycenter.com they have Mickey girl's name
8: yeah uh, uh, Mickey uh, well, might, M-I-C-K-I
1: well I <laughs> might say it I've never seen it All
0: right. <laughs> Don't show me I don't if, if ever want to know Listen If a girl told me Her name was Robert I'd be like Robert But if a girl told me Her name is Mickey I'm like okay Mickey It's, it's, it's cute, cute. It Mickey in an
2: Sumner eye. Is um Sting's daughter
0: Oh okay oh, there you go. Mickey
2: Sumner Yeah
0: And he was a Sumner He didn't he, he, he didn't Yeah Okay Yeah he gave up his last name Nobody says anything about that <clears throat> Entirely oh. So, uh, Nikki. Um, well, yeah. I, I hope. I hope it goes well with your your family. Thank you. And l- let me know. I have uh, a lot of interest in, in what goes on there.
1: Anne Frank from Netflix is here, by the way. We're not. We're not going to talk to her. But Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Anne, Rachel Frank? Feinstein. Rachel Feinstein played Anne Frank on a historical roast of Anne Frank on Netflix, and oh. she's she's Anne, right here. And
2: Gilbert Gottfried and by, played Hitler. And
1: by the way, happy ninetieth birthday to Anne <laughs> Annalise we're, Frank. We're, Will you just tell the listeners
0: who who might want to come after me for something that I might have said that that, uh, you have my back? (laughs) Okay. Listen, to
8: anybody that's listening that felt that no might have said anything that was wrong or offensive, I will tell you right now, no. He's been a complete gentleman. I have had absolutely no offense taken at anything he's asked. Happy to answer, and, and as we all should be, especially for those of you in our community.
1: Please keep spreading love is love. I, I, mean, I we don't s- have enough of it. I'm 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 going over the lyrics of the song in my head. Yeah, Tony Basil's Mickey might have been a chick. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> There's nothing no in this song to That's indicate right.
1: uh, <laughs> that she's a male, that he's a male, whatever, but right. I had always assumed that. See. Uh, but I may be incorrect. Oh, Tony how, Basil, by the way, is like seventy two years how old. How bigoted of you.
2: <laughs> um wait, Dan.
1: We're done. And no, thank we're you,
2: Dan. Not. Why not? Email, Instagram, oh, send
0: send is Send your emails to podcast at comedy seller.com. Podcast at comedy seller.com. And follow us on Instagram at live. In- Go ahead, you do it. No, no, you do it. I didn't know you knew our Instagram. I don't. <laughs> at live from the table. Follow us on Instagram at live from the table.
2: And Nikki, you're on Instagram too. Yes, please. You know, follow me
0: at DJ Nikki Jacks. I DJ w- N I K K I J A X. I wish I'd just been able to interview alone. interview you alone for this.
8: You could if you ever want to do it again or we want to like take two? No, you can't.
0: You, it would never be the same again. Something about the energy of the first time. Well, that I I'd, I'd be asking some of the same questions again already knowing what the answers were. It's it's not um wouldn't be as true. Not okay, I think it's fine. I uh, think
2: it was really nice.
0: All right. Okay. All right, good night everybody. <laughs>